VIP Customer Service Award for Highest Client Ratings, D Magazine's Best Realtor, Five-Star Professional Award, and several other recognitions for her success and service to clients. Join her each week as she meets with the top community influencers to help you get to know the area you want to call home. Don't just love your home, love your community. And now, here's your host, Kimberly Woodard. Good afternoon, guests. I'm so excited about today's episode and honored to have um, someone that is close to my own heart, um, my CEO of Ebby Holiday, Chris Kelly. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you. I was excited to be invited. Thank you. <laughs> so, so fun. And um, we're going to just dive on in um, to the conversation and talk about you, Chris all about you. Well, maybe a little bit, but then we'll talk, we have to talk about other things. <laughs> so Chris, um, so you have been here in Texas and CEO of Ebby holiday for coming up on one year anniversary. Yeah. yeah. October. Um, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about, you know, yourself and, you know, now, you know, here. So yeah, so my, <laughs> my my journey to North Texas, <laughs> yes. uh, sort of, I was a real estate attorney by trade yes, and uh, was in private practice for about eight years. But in that, I represented attorney, um, uh, real estate agents, mm-hmm. brokerages, mortgage title. So that was kind of my background. Right. And then in uh, March of 2007, I went in-house as general counsel to what is now our sister company in Kansas City, which is Reese Nichols, about right. the same size as Ebby Holiday, about 2,000, 2,500 mm-hmm. agents. And I started in March of 07. Everything was great. Mm-hmm. Everyone was happy. And about six months later, obviously, we went through the economic yes. crisis. And I thought, what did I do? Why, you know, did I make the right decision getting into that? And um, and so I was general counsel for that company for about um, you know three to four years, and then started transitioning more over to the business side. Okay. Um, they've been part of Berkshire Hathaway and Home Services, our parent company, right. since about two thousand one. And then in September of last year, I got a call from our our CEO of <laughs> Home Services and asked if I would be interested in coming to North Texas and. Here we are. <laughs> Here you are. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> and what? So I have a question. You know, Ebby Holiday, um, you know, icon of you know not just Dallas, yeah. but um, you know, real estate icon of um, the United States. And you you got the word that it's Ebby Holiday Realtors. Yeah. You know what was that initial? Yeah, <laughs> intimidating. I mean, let's be honest. So yeah. I was working. For our parent company on, on part of the acquisition right. team when, when we were going through the process of, of bringing Abby Holiday into the fold of home services right. and Berkshire Hathaway. And so we would come down here, I would say, like kind of in the dark of night and stealth. Like yeah. we couldn't say who we were and we would right. kind of sneak around. And and so I had a very clear lay of the land of, of, of what was happening here. And obviously everyone knows about this brand and, and its right. leaders. And so when I got that phone call, I thought, okay, wait a minute, we have there's only been two CEOs of yes. this entire organization. <laughs> Both of them are in the National Association of Realtors Hall of Fame. Right? Did you call the right person? <laughs> and uh, uh, so, yes, it was very, it was, it was humbling, I would to say yes. the least. Um, but then, when I got down here and started meeting the team that we have in place, you realized what an amazing opportunity to come be part of a team. And really, I think this is true for any organization, but in real estate, especially between um, our real estate professionals, right. our sales managers, you know, our mortgage title and everything else. It really is a team effort. So I really yeah. kind of feel like we are part of this big team here in North Texas. Right. That kind of helped me mentally understand like you're joining the team as opposed to like you're coming in and asked to, you know, take over something. Right, right. And Ebby's been, you know, I've been with Ebby for, I started my career <clears throat> um, with Ebby. So, um, gosh, years <laughs> and I was in diapers <laughs> but anyways um you know she's just such an icon sure. and growing up and just seeing you know seeing her and it's 
you know, going into the organization and um, it's more of a family. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, that's even though people, you know, have changed and everything, I right. think that's the one unique um, thing. And, you know, hopefully um, say the same is that you've kind of seen that family unit yes. versus maybe some other, you know, companies. <laughs> yeah, there is there is absolutely a distinct culture here that is kind of family driven. Right. Um, and I think what we're trying to do now that we're part of this larger network of right. Berkshire Hathaway is retain that culture, retain your identity of who you are, yes. but bring in some of the opportunities now that are part of this bigger network. And right. if you can marry those two things together, then the sky's the limit. Oh, definitely. And I've definitely seen that over the last year. So, yay. Yeah, we've done a lot. We're trying <laughs> we, to do a lot. We yeah. have done a yeah. lot. And it's just, it's so exciting and just new opportunities and new things. Um, but still, you know, we have our heritage, yeah. um, which is always the nice thing to have with a company. Um, you know, it's no different than Mary Kay yeah. or Neiman Marcus, and um, you know that are also big, you know, founders and um, that are icons of our area. And um, you know, Evie was right there with them. Well, and it's a testament to her, right? right? Because I think the true sign of a great leader who builds something mm-hmm. is that it has the capacity to outlive them. Right. Right. I mean, it's That's one thing if it's a cult of personality where yeah. if I'm not here, then the whole thing falls apart. Right. Well, was really a testament to her and then Mary Frances after her is that something was created that was bigger than them personally right. and outlives even their personal life. And right. so that's the sign of a really, really great company. Definitely, definitely. With any and company or organization, any type of organization, um, you know, I was talking to someone about a, a nonprofit and the same thing. She said, you know, she had a life um, happening and she had to take, you know, three months off and her organization was still running and thriving. And she Correct. goes, you know, that's, you know, one thing awakening that, you know, this organization is going to surpass me. Right. And so that's what you want. Yeah. I've told our, a lot of our team members that, um, I should be able to walk off a cliff and no one notice for at least two weeks. Oh, like maybe my wife pays attention. Like he didn't come home today, but as far as the running of the company, like awesome. I should be at the bottom of the cliff and everything's still humming. And, and that's, and that's what you want to have created. For you sure. do, you yeah. do, but hopefully yeah. that doesn't, yeah, right. yeah. we'd like to have lost you in the woods, maybe not falling off a cliff. We'll say lost in the woods, lost, lost in the woods. Well, we like, yeah. you have a lot to offer. We have many years. We hope that you don't get lost in the woods. I'll do my best. I'll do my best. Well, let's talk. Okay, so Chris, you know, we know we can, you know, we know your background uh-huh. and stuff. So let's just talk about Chris Kelly. Okay. So let's, you know, let's talk about some of your favorite things, things that yeah. people wouldn't expect, yeah. you know, about you. Well, so um, I have three kids, and they range from high school to four. Just went back to preschool today. <laughs> yeah. um, and so uh, my wife was worried about dropping him off, how he was going to do, and then he was actually worried how she was going to do <laughs> with, with her not, you know, with him that. being gone that day. Um, so those three keep us pretty busy uh, right. with all kinds of things going on. Uh, when I'm not dealing with kids yes. or work and everything else like that, I, um, about nine years ago, I got into triathlons oh, cool. um, as just a way to stay active. And yeah, um, I, I found that it adds structure to my day. Yes. Um, so I kind of like the regiment part of it. And right. so I um, started off small and then kind of worked my way into doing, I've done two Ironmans now and then oh, a couple, and then four, wait a minute, five half Ironmans. Um, I'm very slow. Um, my goal is to cross the finish line. Uh, but that's, that's kind of, I like yeah. the, the swimming, biking, right? Like, again, there's like every day it's right. telling you what to do. And I kind of like that. It fits in with the rest of my day. If I start right. off my morning that way, 
it kind of sets it off on the right tone as far as being on task the rest of the day yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I like so, doing that. So when's your next tool? So, yeah. So, <laughs> you, you know, obviously commuting down here yes. uh, through things, you know, for a little bit of a loop. And so what I'd really like to do is uh, Waco has a half Ironman in the fall. Oh, cool. So I'd like to yeah. sign up for, for the fall to do it for next year and probably do some smaller ones before then for as then. well to kind of, you know, work work back into it for yes. sure and stuff. And I'm learning the climate down here, you know, got to got to get up really early yes, if you, you want to the heat and sometimes even that doesn't matter no, so yeah no but yeah. it i mean that's why you see these people training um white rock lake and yeah. all that and they're there early yes early yeah i mean i thought i got up early to work, you know, work out at you know 6 a.m yeah. they're up and yeah they're out it's 90 it's, yeah it's 90 at 6 in the morning already so, yeah so yeah. no well that's yeah i love that um and you know i love the regmed um in the triathlon it's a great thing i had my kids do um one before then they were a little slow so <laughs> I'd be right there with them. Perfect. Yeah. But that's so yeah. cool. I love that. Yeah. So what else? Um, so you've triathlons, kids. Yeah. Um, what's, you know, anything else though, you know? Yeah. I mean, we have a big, fa- my wife yeah. and I both have big families on our side. And yeah. so for the, for the long Labor Day weekend, we were back in Kansas City. Cool. So most of our family's still back there. And what we've realized is, uh, is now that we're, we're down here in North Texas, yes. you know, we always had a guest bedroom, but we never had to use it. Like people went home at the end of the day. Yes. So now we're realizing how much people enjoy coming down to North Texas oh, cool. as little mini vacations on the weekend. So oh. I think we've had all family members down over the course of the summer, maybe <laughs> nice. multiple times. And so that's helped us kind of get out and explore the different areas. Places. Yeah. Cause I'm in the car a lot driving to all of our different offices right. with 33 yes. Fort Worth to Cedar Creek Lake. Uh, I'm all over the place, but to kind of get out and see like really what it means to live here. Like, right. like what are those Experience unique little stuff? things? Yes. Yeah. The unique things about every community. That's yes. been a lot of fun over the summer that maybe if our family wasn't down here, we wouldn't have maybe done as much of that. So that was well, really cool. And I think that's a great point is that I have people that will come here and they're, they're here and they haven't explored. And so then they're like, Oh, is there any place that I could go? That's like a three hour drive or yeah. an hour and a half drive. Yeah. And I'm like, there's so many oh, places. Yeah. I mean, you can just get in the car and just drive yeah. You can go to Austin. You can yeah. go, you know, anywhere. Right. Um, you have a couple hours here and you're somewhere different. And what's neat about our area is that you can get somewhere, you know, go to Fort Worth and it's a whole different world. Completely. I mean, it's different yeah. from Dallas. So, you yeah. know, the culture, um, you know, you really have that more, you know, Texas, you know, yeah. Texas vibe of what right. you imagine. Yeah. Whereas Dallas is more of a hustle and bustle metropolitan city that could, I would say that our um, Dallas area could be transplanted anywhere and, you know, be no different. Yeah. So I think that's just, a great point. And that's just North Texas. And then right. when you think about the state overall and the yes. things that are happening here, um, I, I think I was amazed when I started reading that, you know, from North Texas, you can drive to Chicago faster than you could drive, you know, to other parts of the state. You uh, oh, know? Yeah. I mean, those are the things where I think you don't re- people don't realize how mm-hmm. big of an area this is. It is big. Opportunities that exist. Well, and people don't even realize, you know, we have mountains. We have all kinds yeah. of stuff. We have the mountains. We have the coastline. Yeah. We, yeah. we got it all. That's right. That's right. Well, that's why so many people are moving here. Yes, we yeah. have. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about, um, you, you've been here for the year. And um, what have you seen that's different here from where, you know, coming from Kansas City? Yeah. And, you know, Coming from there to here over this last year, the diff, you know the differences. Yeah, I mean Kansas City is for sure a true Midwestern market, uh-huh. and there's growth to it. But I would say it's it's kind of that slow organic growth. And what's happening right. here is you are seeing a rush of growth, and yes. part of it is because um, the business community here, the state overall, mm-hmm. and then the business culture of North Texas specifically is very pro growth. Right, um, it's pro business, and that's why you're seeing this 
huge influx of businesses and people moving here from other states, especially California. Oh, yes. um, we have sister companies in, in California, obviously through Berkshire Hathaway now. And I would say, look, at some point, I promise we'll give you a referral back <laughs> for all the referrals you've been sending in. Yes. Um, but it's interesting when you just how many folks from California and businesses are relocating here. And a lot of it is just the quality of life. I mean, right. the cost of living, despite all the growth that we've had, the cost of living remains really low when it you does. compare it to like a market like Denver that's experienced kind of the same type of growth. Right. But their cost of living has exploded. And, oh, definitely. Uh, and so the fact people see what you can afford here from housing schools, everything, just everything. Um, it's yeah. you, your dollar goes a lot farther. Right. And so it's really attractive for folks to come here. And the other, you know, you pointed out on the quality of life. And um, the other aspect is being here in the center of the United States, when they're doing calls in, you know, the East coast and the West coast, they're central. They're not having to say, okay, you know, I've got to wake up because right. <laughs> yeah. I have an East coast call yeah. and that makes it in travel. I mean, yeah. We've got, you know, DFW where you can have direct flights Correct. anywhere. I mean, and that's, um, I've had a lot of clients where they've moved here and now their parents are moving yes. here uh, for retirement, yeah. which, you know, Texas, you wouldn't have thought of as a big retirement ever. You always think, you know, Florida or, right. you know, somewhere tropical. Um, Arizona has a lot of retirements, but um, people are like, Texas? And they're like, well, I can fly anywhere. Correct. I can, and then they have the best of both worlds. You know, if they have grandkids, they're experiencing their grandkids' lives. Uh, but then if they want to go travel anywhere, they just jump on the plane and yeah. they're there. Yeah. So. I mean, from an international perspective with DFW and then for like, you know, I'm going to refer to myself as a local now. Yes. To know, <laughs> yes. Like, well, then well, we have Love are. Field where we yeah. can kind of sneak in and out when you oh, need to. Love, love field. And so, I mean, it, you're right. I mean, there's yeah. just so many things and offers that I think when a business is thinking about you know, where do I center my employees for them to have be happy, have a good right. quality of life, want to stay with us? This just kind of stands out. It does. It does. I mean, I had a friend who moved from um, New Jersey um, back to Texas. Um, they lived there. Her husband was from there. Then she's from Texas. Right. So, you know, we had you have to come back. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you back. Yeah. And then once you get here, you don't um, leave. Um, but he travels a lot, so his only requirement was, I just need to be close to the airport. Right. I'm, I leave um, either Sunday night or Monday, and I come back on Thursdays. Um, but because DFW was, he could get direct flights anywhere, yeah. it was so much easier. And actually, I think his commutes were easier than when he was flying out of right. um, the New Jersey, you know, yeah. New York. So, yeah, completely can see that. Yes. So, um, well, let's talk about the market. Okay. Um, oh, goodness. Everyone loves to hear about yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, you, oh, go yeah. into a, a, you go to a cocktail party, and yeah. the first thing people say, it's not like how the kids, it's like how's the real estate market. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so let's Which is one of the beauties of being in your profession, <laughs> yes, right? Like you yes. never have to worry about people being interested to talk to you about what you do. Right, yeah. right. It's yeah. just always. Perfect it's, Yes, yes. Um, so let's talk about, um, so we've had all kinds of, you know, happenings. Um, obviously the last three years have been just crazy, crazy right. here. Um, but now 2019, um, um, end of 2018, um, fourth quarter and into 2019, we've seen a little bit of a different yes. you know, shift of yeah, our marketplace. Absolutely. So let's talk about that and then we'll dive into what we're seeing. for. Yeah. I, so I think what happened and you very pronounced in 18, yeah. the fourth quarter of 18, you could almost say things were sluggish. Right. And then going into 2019 and then interest rates dropped again and we saw it kind of right. pick up again. But what I think we're seeing is a balancing of the market. Yes. And what I've noticed over the years in real estate is that whatever the market is in this particular period of time, that's what everyone's new mindset is. Right. And that's where it's always going to be. So when we're 
in a, what was a hot market, yep. that's good. Yep. Anything less than that would be bad. But if you go back to, say, 2016 and 2017 and ask your buyers, did you enjoy that market? <laughs> did you enjoy putting right. multiple offers on properties, losing out, you know, having to look at nine properties before you found the one? And they'd say, no, it wasn't that great. And I don't know, you know did I overpay or did I not? Right. So a balanced market is not a bad thing. And so that's really what we're seeing. But sometimes when you get to a balanced market compared to that, it feels like it's down. Right. But you look at the numbers and it's really just it's what we're seeing is a balanced market between buyers and sellers, which right. is a healthy thing for, for any you know market in the United States. Right. No, it I agree. I actually what I have seen and this now, this time is those buyers that were, you know, going after those properties right. um, and they were losing out. Yeah. They got frustrated, so right. they rented. And now they're coming out because interest rates are still low. Correct. Um, dropped is a great time to buy. They're looking at their rent and they're coming up for renewal and they're like, I actually have an opportunity. Yes. I have an opportunity and I don't have to rush into, I can kind of explore the yes. marketplace. Um, so I agree. It's, um, it's a much um, less stressful market right. for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and and, we're, and we're, where we have to work is right. with our sellers because right. We've spent two years, if not longer, telling our sellers, it's the perfect time to sell. Yes. Your house will sell fast. Right. It will sell for multiple offers. It will sell for over list price. You know, and they heard all that. Right. So now you list a property, you sell it in 20 days, and maybe you had to drop it 1.5%. Right. You know, and they might, in their mindset, going, what happened? What went wrong? And right. No, this is, this is a good thing. And so it is. absolutely, for, for buyers and sellers, you want a healthy market that is supportive of both sides of that coin. And it's, and it's also played a part into marketing because before, you know, people could just put their house on the market yeah. and not have to do anything. Now right. you are actually doing what is normal to get yeah. your house ready and, you know, make it, pre you know, presentable. And I think it helps remind people why they pick a professional like you Yes, b because it matters. I mean, it right. matters when I am going to go list my property. It matters who I partner with to properly market it. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I agree. So let's also talk about, you know, Going into, um, we're you know approaching into our fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, you know we've got a lot going on, um, and obviously we're going to have a lot going on in 2019. Right. Or not in 2020. Right. Gosh, I'm forgetting that. Yeah. A few things are happening this year. Yeah. Um, and so, um, what do what do we think? What yeah, do we I mean, see? From, from everything Forecast. that we've seen, when I've looked at the forecasts from the economists at NAR yeah. and some of the other leading yeah. industries uh, for in real estate, what they look at. 2020 will largely look probably a lot like 2019. Mm -hmm. um, so kind of a balanced market, you know, uh, days on market will go up a little bit, but again, right. back to those healthy numbers. Um, inventory is actually up now versus it was yes. last year, which again, like you said, for your buyers, yeah. it feels like they have the opportunity to look around, right. which is a good thing. And 2020 will largely look a lot like 2019. Obviously you throw in the fact that it's an election year, that always causes <laughs> uncertainty, right. but that should also help with nothing radical happening with interest rates either. I mean, right. barring some unforeseen economic you know, uh, turmoil, right. uh, the, in election year, typically you won't see a lot of fluctuation in the, in, in the, in these interest rates. And so right. they'll kind of keep things status quo, which would be great as we kind of work through that transition of whatever will happen in that election, <laughs> because no one knows that. For no sure. one yeah. does know, yeah. you know, but it's always surprising. <laughs> but the great thing about North Texas is, as you look across, if say you take the last 15 years mm -hmm. and you look at, you know, different economic things that have happened, election years, whatever it is, the coasts certainly feel that impact more than we do. And you'll right. see the market kind of do this. When you get to North Texas and some of the Midwest markets, it just does this. Right. Like there's some ups and there's downs, but they're not nearly as pronounced um, as the others. And as long as we have low unemployment here, high job growth, that offsets a lot of what might be happening on the national level. 
We'll see, viewers. Um, if you're thinking about buying or thinking about selling, it's still going to be fine. <laughs> so yeah. no, no one panic. Call, Kim, call Kimberly. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, Chris, it has been a pleasure. And I know my viewers have gotten so much um, out of this. They got to know who Chris Kelly Thanks is. Thanks for a having me on. This was so fun. <laughs> it yeah. was. It was. And also, you know, talked about the real estate market. Yep. And, you know, no one has to be scared about uh, 2000, um, the end of 2019 um, and into 2020. There's, yeah, there's plenty of things <laughs> the news scares us on anyway that's one thing you can cross off the list a little bit all right well cheers awesome cheers to you thanks for having me appreciate it thanks for tuning in to community cocktails with kimberly if you'd like to contact kimberly with your real estate needs you can reach her at kimberlywoodard.ebby.com hope you enjoyed our guest this week tune in every first and third wednesday of the month for insights from industry leaders in your dfw area remember don't just love your home love your community